And so he said, I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Austerity has reduced us to layaway payments Mm. for food. Yeah, that's wimpy. Not the brand, the Popeye (laughs) character. Is wimpy still a brand? It is in the UK. The in the UK, saw... you can find it in some service stations. I think I think I saw I might have seen a wimpy in London somewhere. I remember Maybe. their burgers tasting genuinely grilled, like they were clearly grilled burgers. You could taste that. It was that smoky kind. Yeah, they do them out back on the empty uh, on the empty bin on the griddle. But they get a Breville. <laughs> they got a George, They rolled out their new fleet of George Foreman's lean, mean, fat-reducing grilling machines. God, my lean, mean, fat grilling toasting machine. Oh yes, now George. What? And yeah, everybody what? used. Everyone used it for toasties. Yeah. No one used it to grill steaks. Everyone I, used to make toasties. I used it for sausages. You dirty boy. Sausages. <laughs> oh, speaking of food. Speaking um, of sausages. So we're going to Disney Lake this year, Disney World. Why? Um, why? Because yeah. it's the second anniversary of our wedding. We got married out there and, and we like it. It's the one place that mentally resets me. After that, I'll be like gone. I'll live in a tent for seven years and be unhappy. But uh, for that two weeks, I'll be in a good mood. Insufficient reasons. But I'll be in a better good mood because, you know, we're pescatarian. Yeah. Well, food Pesca. options at Disney <laughs> World uh, do lean more toward the, the meat eating. There are different options, but, you know, there's not as many vegetarian options as there are meat options. Walt Disney World, effective yesterday... Yes. Um, ...as the recording of this podcast, have uh, started rolling out Beyond Meat burgers and Beyond Meat products in their Magic Kingdom park. So myself and my wife will be able to go out there and be like, we have a hot dog, please, that is not made of meat, and we will get a tasty, meaty hot dog, giving us more options. Do you think they paid for it by firing Bawaga? No, um, I'm so baffled by that. But we'll we'll should we, should we, should we touch on that first? We'll, we'll touch on. Well, there's been two high-profile firings in the in the in the pop culture world. Well, it's very firings, reti- resignations, whatever. Resignations in a suspicious circumstance. But first yeah. off, Bob Iger has stepped down as as uh, as Disney CEO. Mm, quoted as um, saying, "Hello, welcome to the Big Damn Cast. My name is Chris Bob Johnson. My name is Matthew Iger Watson." And we're talking pop culture news and geeky gossip because we're all just going to eventually live in a tent one day. So let's let's fill the time in betwixt. Yeah. Um, and we can remember when things were bad yeah. instead of apocalyptic. Yeah. So um, Bob, Bob Iger is the, just to give those who don't know idea, he's the CEO of Walt Disney Corporation. Specifically, uh, one of the few uh, since taking up the mantle since Walt Disney passed away like yeah. 60 odd years ago. How long has Bob Iger been in the role? Uh, Bob Iger's been in the role since the 2000s, late 2000s, I believe. So over to over 10 years in the role. Yeah. Um, Bob Iger has been very creatively involved with Walt Disney Studios, the Walt Disney theme parks. Like he's He's been a CEO who's been very notably passionate about and, what they make. And apparently that will remain the case. Apparently yeah. he's still going to be creatively involved. Yeah, uh, um, running as he's now the CEO of the creative something yeah. arm of Walt Disney Corporation. So he'll he'll still be... And maybe that's what it was. Maybe his skill set there was just so on it that it, he was like, do you know what? Uh, can you give me that role? Like, I can't yeah. balance everything. Because he was going to be CEO of Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Corporation until next December, December 2021, mm. was when his contract was up. 
and they early yesterday line again as of the recording of this podcast so early on Tuesday the 25th they lined up his replacement and announced that his replacement was going to be yeah and then later in the same day went and it's effective immediately yep wait what so not Bob Iger's been fired and not we're tucking Bob Iger under a carpet because let's be honest in this cynical world my first thought was what's he done mm-hmm What's he done? Which might be the which is all is my current thought for the for the uh, other high profile. Um, yes, and also, also the fact that they both happened within around the days of the final Harvey Weinstein trial, mm. uh, where all eyes were back on the Me Too movement. Motherfuckers guilty now, and yet not of everything. That's the thing that gets me about that. He's not been charged for everything. He gives a fuck. Which he's going to sucks, Rikers. but he's going to wreck. So. <laughs> Uh, with his shitty walker. Um, but, but, sorry, his bullshit walker. Um, but yeah, so Bob Iger stepped down. and I'm hoping it's not anything to do with anything. The fact that they're making a big statement about it suggests mm. that maybe they're not sweeping him under a rug. Um, but this is unusual. Bob Iger has, has very much looked after the company. He's the one who interjected when Ike Perlmutter was shitting on Marvel and yep. fucking up that side of things. He's the one who got rid of Ike Perlmutter and made Kevin Feige basically the MVP of the Marvel Studios world. Um, Bob Iger is the guy who, after Michael Eisner essentially screwed up running the parks as his time as CEO in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Well, that's the like, thing. Disneyland is, Paris was a fucking failure when it opened. It was um, a massive flop Iger's, in terms of finance. Iger's replacement is Bob Chapek, the, the, the chairman of the parks experience and products. So uh, somebody, again, who like has run the business side yeah. of it uh, successfully uh, under Iger, uh, which is really good. But like Iger came in, he's the one who when they opened, they finally opened. Um, it was uh, Hong Kong, uh, Disney in Hong Kong. Um, it took ages because China just was not interested in Disney properties. It's not something they no. were fussed about. And they, he was there on opening day uh, of, the, of the Disney park when it finally got opened in I think it was twenty eleven, twenty maybe, maybe slightly earlier. It was it was around the start of the twenty tens. It was twenty eleven, and um, it opened. And the parade's happening, and everyone's like, okay, yep, cool. Oh, there's Cinderella. Yeah, there's a little clap. Oh, there's Snow White. Play the clap. And then the Pixar lot show up. And in the words of uh, Tony Goldmark, when he video essayed this, he said, everyone lost their goddamn minds the moment Buzz and Woody arrived. <laughs> and Iger took note and was like, right. So in, in Chinese culture, these these characters in this generation of our movies are the ones that the audiences are resonating with. Yeah. Um, so immediately that park started getting like that's the one that's got like the 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 stuff based on um, H.G. Wells, the Journey to the Center of the Earth rides, and, and all this stuff which is more about explorers and 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 massive animatronic like uh, creatures and all these sorts of things. They've had like a uh, the, the Universal Park down there, for example. They've had like uh, and in Japan they've had like Monster Hunter like events with giant animatronics and stuff, and well, you know like, they, they've really bought into the idea of they don't want the classic, they want the tra- the framing of our classic stuff. But they want certain things now as an audience. Yeah. So like the amount of Pixar rides, Toy Story stuff in that park, and that's why we have four Toy Story films. Well, well yeah, the the profits of the park like quadrupled in half a year. Thankfully, they've all been good. Yeah. Um. Not necessarily. Not necessarily necessary. No. But good. But is any film necessary? <laughs> and is it really necessary to talk about the fact that a, a, a CEO of a billion dollar company has just been changed hands no probably not it's fine but it'll be fine but everyone's fine but it's just the timing that makes it unusual it would have been something we just would have made a little reference to in the opening of the show were it not for someone else 
yeah, stepping so, down effective immediately. Well, not even stepping down, outright being... I don't think there's still... I still don't think there's been any official... There's no official statement. Statement but, about this. But, but colleagues have been saying things like, it's been a pleasure working yeah. with him. Like Scott Snyder put a statement out saying, look, we didn't always get on. We've had some horrendous screaming matches. Nuclear scale arguments, that I think said. But, um, but like, I respect him and I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for him and his guidance. Yeah. Uh, Dan DiDio. Dan DiDio, uh, of publisher DC. at DC. Comics. Uh, he he was the essentially Helmsman. it was he yeah it was him and Jim Lee making all the decisions and now it's just Jim Lee. About apparently fired. Yeah, this just is interesting. Straight up fired. Well, what what is his what is his history with DC in the modern era? Because he's the reason why it wasn't like a wait what when it was announced it was more a, oh like it wasn't shocking but it was kind mm. of sudden. It's down to the fact that he's known for being um, controversial within DC. Yeah. Uh, like, creators fight like crazy with him over stuff. Uh, a lot of hardcore fans of DC Comics say that he's part of the reason why a lot of series have gone down the toilet. Especially since he's had more of a holdover stuff uh, now that Jeff Johns' role has been severely reduced in both the, the external media and the comics roles. And Apparently stuff. he really hates Dick Grayson, which is why Dick Grayson yeah. keeps getting sidelined in weird ways. Yeah, turning to Grayson or having his memory erased yeah. or, or just being flat out killed. Um, like, okay. Which is really, really odd. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's come to blows with a lot of people. There are different stories of him at comic comic conventions. You have people saying that he gave them all the time in the world and chatted with them for half an hour and it was really lovely. And then you have the people saying that, no, he treated me like a piece of shit and clearly couldn't wait for me to leave the room. And well, there's conflicting stories he, about the he, culture at DC. polarising figure. Yeah. I know, I know that there's been some notable like <clears throat> DC uh, contributors and, and staff who have been... Most probably not only Eddie Baganza used to mm. edit the mm. the um, the Superman line has been outed as a, as a serial sexual harasser. Yeah, and of course we all know what's become of Ethan Van Skyver. Um, <laughs> that just what the fuck, man. Um, who who after this was announced was the first was was on the internet spreading stories that Warner are going to shut down DC. Yeah, which all... They're going to shut it down. All of the freaking clickbaity um, YouTube channels have leapt on. Yeah, it's like if you, if you Google search Dan Dio, like the one of the first news results that came up for me was like... I mean, first up, Marv, is good Marvel, spelling yeah. it. Is <laughs> Marvel <laughs> acquiring DC Comics? No, they're not. not. Wouldn't make any freaking sense. Yeah. But, um, as a business decision, as, as any kind of decision, that's ridiculous. He's been co-publisher since 2010 with Jim Lee. Yeah. So, so he, he is a he is a honcho and he is at the head. Um, yeah. So for him to be let go so suddenly, and again, like you say, without an official statement as of the recording of this, it's like, what the fuck has happened then? What is going on? Uh, is it to do with this week's... Big news about people and harassment in the workplace. I don't know because I I, I don't um, remember you know, hearing any. The timing specific, is so odd. I don't remember <clears throat> hearing any sort of specific <clears throat> stories about Dio's conduct. Although I know there has been some toxic cultures under his co-publishership. Hmm. But then you know Jim Lee's also co-publisher. So what you know? Yeah. Oh, who, who are you going to blame? But it it just yeah it just seems odd that they're just always gone and they still haven't said anything about it. More on these both these stories as they develop, because again, we wouldn't really talk about it much were it not for the fact that the timing of both is so 
suspect. It's just odd. It's yeah. just an odd, odd thing to happen. Um, <clears throat> the rumours are that it's because of uh, the fa- the upcoming 5G event. Yeah. And that Warner aren't happy with it. But it just seems a bit extreme to, to be so unhappy with a planned comics storyline that they'd just fire the couple. Yeah, it's weird. Could it could literally have been down to just a fiery meeting, just like him being really shitty to, Maybe. In, in person to somebody it's, higher up, and they've gone. I'm not standing for that. Get him out. It's been <clears throat> it's been it's been a rocky road for mm. for DC. The, uh, I mean, how many big events are still happening that like have taken a million years? Well, well Doomsday Clock's only just finished. Yeah, um, Dark Knight's Metal has as a sequel coming had to kind of pretend to not be a big event yeah. so as to not confuse people but it was and has a sequel on the way and its effects are still being felt outside of the event in other books Dark Knight's Metal was pretty good though it was metal it was fucking silly but really good I love Snyder's dialogue but get rid of the dialogue and just sell it as a a book of pictures yeah, and I, I would yeah it looks it looks incredible I still haven't read any of it I'm, I'm going to have to Comic Dark Knight's just metal. done a thing, haven't they? they did yeah, a back issue after really watch that, I think. It's really good. Ideas by Scott <clears throat> Snyder by Greg Capullo. <laughs> just draw whatever you want, Greg. All right. Just do it, Greg. He slips someone throwing the horns into every issue. Really? Yeah. Um, Is that a thing? That's a thing. Like, just, what, sneaky? Or? Yeah. No, well, like, some sneaky, some not. <clears throat> okay. But I, I, I read... Ne- I read Metal we uh months and months as it was coming out, it's fucking great. Um I think I think I might have read some of the first issue or read preview pages. Is there a thing where like they're fighting Mongol? Yeah, that's the start. That's the first issue. It starts sort of like okay. with them in the middle of an adventure. They've been captured by Mongol and this is, this is, the, this them, is the league. Yeah. 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 He's he's making them fight gladiatorial style in this arena. And he's got the young Toy Man. The oh, the, oh the less interesting yeah. of the Toy Man interpretations. He, he, like he's he's been he's had him captive and has been forcing him to build like machines for him. Okay. So he sends out these these uh, machines to fight the Justice League. Yeah. And then Batman realizes that that Toy Man's built a back door into the machines where the Justice League can use them as like can like take them over to become armor and then turn into a big Voltron thing to fight Mongol. The fuck? Okay, I'm reading. That's it. how metal starts. That's how metal, <laughs> metal starts with the Justice League making a Megazord, yeah, and fighting a gladiatorial alien. From there. Oh, okay, that's um, cool. Giant dragon with a Joker face. Uh... Wait, I thought that was just like artwork on a cover. No, that's, that's an actual thing. thing that happens in the book. Because there was artwork based on that, wasn't there? Like toward the end of oh, Quill yeah. and Snyder's run on Batman, yeah. they did like a cover that was like a painting with with the Joker was a yeah. dragon and. Batman was like stabbing it and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so that's a mental image they've had in their head for a while. That, there's an image that is in that book. <clears throat> God damn it! It's in that book. Does the Joker feature in it at all? Yes, he does. Yes, but he's not the Batman who laughs. No, who is uh, who is a Joker Batman kind of well, halfway house um, thingy? It's all the. I'm da- assuming the Batman who laughs is Bruce Wayne from whatever that world. Yeah, is. all the dark Batman. Yeah, because are of course all versions of Batman. Batman, Batman, from the dark multiverse. Yeah. So they're all different versions of Batman whose worlds have gone horribly wrong. Wait, I read, a th- so I read about this. I read about this. Isn't it meant to be like... Hang on. Someone previewed it ages ago. It's like they, they had that map of the DC multiverses. Just flip it over. And they say it's just like, no one ever thought about looking at the back. You're like, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. It's that It's that level of just... Mental. What? Yeah, the Batman who laughs is basically a Bruce Wayne who killed the Joker, but the Joker got him with a 
like a a, fear, a Joker Venom before he died, and it's and it's a bit like um, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight when uh, he's turning into the Joker. Okay, and uh, so he like basically just murders his entire. Turns family. out I quite like leather and BDSM. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then there's like a there's a there's a Batman who. <laughs> uh, wore the armor of Ares and became a fucking monster. Batman who turned into Doomsday. Uh, oh, a, a, a Batwoman, Bryce Wayne. Bryce Wayne who Bryce Wayne. became um, Atlantean because her world was being destroyed. She killed Aquaman and or something like that. I was gonna say I've seen one that looks like the Flash. Like yeah, like there is there is death or something. Yeah, like that. there is a Batman who becomes the Flash. There is a Batman who becomes a, an evil Green Lantern. <clears throat> They're basically all evil Batman versions of the Justice League. <clears throat> I'm game. Yeah, it's I'm pretty game. cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> you got me, Dark um, Knight's Metal. You got me. But yeah, Danny Dio oversaw um, the New Fifty Two. Yeah, which was again financially uh, a success it, it at was... first, but then quickly spiraled out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, when people, funnily enough, went, so everything I've ever read means nothing now? Yeah. Which never really bothers me. Like, I get why what? it bothers people. Yeah, I get it in a, but like... I get it in a way. I, I, I suppose it's... Uh, we're of the generations now where people can go back and read so much. That's what I mean, like... This... So, so as a result, it's like, if they have invested in reading all of this stuff, you kind of feel like, oh, Okay. It's like when TV shows recast the main role and people just sort of go, ah, I'm not feeling it anymore. It's, it's, it's not because the work is bad per se, but like just yeah. your attachment to it's different. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I kind of get it. I, I love, I love the, the Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo run on Batman. I adore it. Even the down, the down points, I think it's a really good run. Well, like Zero Year. Not all of Zero Year. The fact that Zero Year keeps going. I feel, I feel like Zero point. Year is the worst bit of it and it goes on too long. But and, even and that's there, still there are chunks good. of Endgame where I'm like, why? Why is this what it is? I don't get it. But then they do things in it where you go, fuck, that's awesome. God yeah. damn it, guys. Um, that's what Dynamite smells <clears throat> like. Fair enough. Um, but, like, you know, so there's that going on. But even I, like, in the middle of Court of Owls. No, it wasn't even Court of Owls. No, it's Court of Owls. Yeah, it's issue one. It's issue one of his run, where there's a party at Wayne Manor, there's like a do. Yeah. And you're introduced to the Robins, like, just, you know, they're all there, and there's a little caption saying who they are, and it says that Tim Drake is Red Robin. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then later on, when he meets up with them all during, I think it's the early parts of Death of the Family, Tim Drake is involved. Yeah. But they make a big point of saying he was never Robin. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh no, that's it. In issue one, he's referred to as former Robin, and then like twelve issues later, he never he's was a Robin. Robin. Yeah. You're like, right, what's what's happening here? And it's I can understand people getting annoyed because you're like, so I have to go over there and read other books to find out what this means, like why you guys have decided to change midway because it wasn't obviously Snyder and Capullo, it was whoever was writing Red Robin and uh, Red. Uh, it was uh, Red I think Robin it was an Outlaws, whatever it was. It was, it was an editorial thing. Uh, Red Robin was on Teen Titans. Teen Titans, that's it. Oh um, yeah, it was, it was Red Hood with the Outlaws. Wasn't Red Hood and the Outlaws. Uh, it's because it was just an editorial thing of like, okay, everything's only been going on for about five years, so you've got five years to play with, and you got to fit as much of. And the in that five years, Batman has had several child prodigies, yeah. some of whom are now clearly in their late twenties, and, and a ten-year-old son. Oh God! So just what? I mean, Damien was always accelerated aging, yeah, yeah. but like this implies that he was born about a year ago, if that. Yeah, I never. That was the one thing I really didn't like about the new Fifty Two. Again, I didn't mind too much about the continuity reset. Yeah, so I was like, "Fuck it!" Like it's a jumping on point. But then rebirth happened. 
And all that stuff happened still. But didn't. But didn't. And yet all that stuff happened, except the Superman stuff, which happened to a different person, kind of. Who's now dead. Yeah. Oh, but God. no, well then, in the Superman in the Superman and Action Comics stuff, pre-Bendis, they merged those two Supermen. They merged their histories together. Okay. Because it was simpler than, than trying to maintain the facade that there it's was been the same guy. Yeah. yeah. But well, because also that that Clark Kent died. Like, look, they are the same guys. So we're just going to merge them. Yeah. So now they're the same guy. That, like, that Clark Kent died. So then like, and then that Lois Lane died. So that version of Lois Lane and Clark Kent died. <laughs> and then they're just going to be replaced by a version that's like a decade older. I don't know. And no one's going to go, uh, Dan no. Dio, folks. <laughs> Dan Dio. I don't think we can put it all on him, but, We'll he definitely see. signed off on it. <laughs> and it, the 5G stuff that was upcoming was, was absolutely his baby. So This was the next big event. This was the next big thing. I think October it's due to start. It's probably still going to happen in some form. I would have thought so. Because the work that will have been done so far. I but... thought so. But I have no idea what it's about. So, But yeah, yeah that's Warner that. Brothers do step in weirdly with DC. They, they've got weird rules. You can't use um, these characters if they're going to be used in a film in a TV project, unless it's animation. But even then, we have to have a final say on where that goes. Oh, that reminds me, I watched uh, Batman vs. Ninja Turtles last night. It's fun, right? It's alright. It's, it's, it does this job. It's goofy it, and silly. It, it still suffers from like the the Warner animated DC original stuff now, where they just do, like, they just cast based on CW shows. Like, all the cast are from <clears> CW shows. But I think most Darren Chris makes good. a decent Leonardo. The only bit, the only. And Rachel Bloom's a decent Batgirl. Yeah, I really like Rachel Bloom's Batgirl. <laughs> Uh, and I really like the 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 um, relationship between her and Donnie. I thought that was cool. Um, and but the the thing that really annoyed me about it was Baxter Stockman. Just had the, yeah. the most uninspired vocal performance. Keith Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, but they d- did nothing with the voice. Yeah. Which is he's a tiny man fly person. Mm. Do something with that voice. No. Don't just be normal. Or they just show up. The, like the guy who plays um, the Riddler in Assault on Arkham, which is set in the Arkham universe. And yeah, cast yeah. the Riddler. And he's just like, oh, hello there, Batman. And you're like, cool. Can we get Wally Winger in, please? Can we get Wally? This voice makes me want to, like, well, strangle something Winger from the games. That's why Because it's perfect casting, and he makes the Riddler into this irritating little shit that, you can't wait to defeat. That's why I'm intrigued by Paul Dano playing him in The Batman, because Paul Dano is absolutely an actor who can do... Yeah. Who can go... Fucking hell for leather on weirdness. So, well, speaking of speaking of the Batman, the Batman, our bats, our bats. Well, we saw some after the costume reveal last week. After we recorded last week, we got some on-set photos of uh, what looks like a stuntman in in the full version of the costume yeah. on the bat bike. It looks um, like Joker Y, Joker style and Doctor Who publicity style. They've gone. Yeah, we're about to film outside. We, we have cannot to get, avoid long yeah. lenses put a costume test out. And, you know, I, I hope it's not the final version of the costume. I hope it's like an early yeah, cobble this one, this together. This one's a bit more combat It yeah. looks a bit zero year. Going yeah, back to yeah. yeah. But um, I don't hate it, to be honest. And if that was the final back costume, I'm like, all right, if that's, that's a thing. If you're going for it, that's a thing you can go for. Yeah, I mean, no it depends, depends on when the well, story... that's presumably a CGI, to get yeah. a CGI edition later on. Depends on where the story is in, in his thing, like how they're going with this Batman. Is this earlier on in his thing? I and think the fact it's... that he's got a, a, at least a handful of supervillains already suggests yeah. that he's maybe a couple of years into his I think, grand I think we're looking at Long Halloween's sort of period style yeah. thing. Uh, not period as in time period it takes place, but in like that phase of his career. Ears not too big. 
Ears not too big. I was hoping for them bigger. I was hoping for bigger ears, but again, it might not be. I, I wanted, him, like a, a, I wanted a the back cave to have little uh, uh, cut out spikes yeah. in every doorway, yeah, yeah. so we could walk through the door. Oh, talking about this, like leaving a, just a bat silhouette through every wall. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like Gremlins too, like the Kool Aid Man <laughs> smashes through. Yeah. and leaves the bat symbol. <laughs> that would be a great calling card. That would be so good. Because imagine if you had that scene from Year One with the. Not from this moment Gentlemen, on. you have feasted well on that stuff, yeah. From this moment on, none of you are safe. Blackout. Crunch. <laughs> Floodlight comes in through its passive on the wall. <laughs> He's on the opposite rooftop. He turns back to make sure it's working. He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Batman movie I'd watch. That is the Batman movie. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm I want to see it now. cautiously optimistic about the Batman. I think... I, I'm, Matt I'm, Reeves is clearly passionate. I've got no problem with him, like, paratroopering up the Batman costume. Like, sure. I mean, it's, it's, pra- it can be practical. It can be as practical or as cartoony as you want it to be. Keaton's covered in, like, rubber and, and Kevlar. Shooting. Yeah. And uh, that makes sense because when you see him in the film, he's a, you know, healthy but tiny guy. Yeah, he's polo not... in, in a bloody turtleneck with his glasses and his curly hair, like, looking at his back computer. And you're like, like, that Batman is not walking into scenarios. In spandex, beating the shit out of people. Yeah. Like, he's armouring up. He's wearing a sculpted suit. The reason it looks like muscle is because he wants people to be like, holy shit, that guy's huge! Because it's an, it's all artifice. It's it's theatrics. Yeah. Um, theatrics that coat him in a fairly bulletproof layer of rubber on the front. So it's like, fair enough. Pattinson, healthy guy, will probably have bulked the fuck up for this role But somewhere. he's not going to be massive. But he's not going to be massive. So, yeah, cover him in armour. Yeah. Cover him in armour, mate. It's even with Bale. Like, Bale, buff, trained. A big part of that trilogy was showing the transformation of Bruce Wayne into this vigilante. But even then, like, he's wearing armour because he's like, right, I'm going to get shot at. I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. So can we do it? And in Batman Begins, it is a, it's a blocky thing. And, I... then, and then in Dark Knight Returns, they slimline it a little and they make the helmet separate and all this stuff. But I'd argue... They make a point of saying, you will be more vulnerable now. I'd argue that flexible, but more prone to being shot and stabbed. I, I'd argue that the the, the, <laughs> the Christopher Nolan cats. trilogy, <laughs> mm, nice, uh, the 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 Nolan trilogy almost spent too much time showing Batman turning into Batman, and not enough of Batman actually being Batman. Oh, that's true. When you actually look at how much Batman Batman does in that trilogy, he's Batman for about six months. Yeah, and then he comes back for one day. After his after eight years, fucked. which is more realistic, to be fair, like he would be absolutely fucked if that, not dead. That's why I count. That that's months. why I count the Joker blogs as headcanon. Yeah, and that series because it, at least in that you're like, oh, even after Batman like went on the run after Dark Knight, he was still doing shit secretly to wrap everything up and getting caught in things. Yeah, I, and I, also I here's Scarecrow and here's Hugo Strange and here's Lex Luthor and oh look, this world is slightly richer. Yeah, I that would have been nice, but hey, what are you gonna do? Um... Ben Affleck opened up <gasps> about um, on surgery his three hey. about his uh, experience with Batman and he did a bit of hot, a bit of a tell all interview yeah him, his experience he? with alcoholism which uh, sort of informed his departure from the role um, with the New York Times uh, had an interview with the New York Times and talked about his addiction problems and how that sort of brought him out of of uh, the Batman. Role because he was working on he'd done Dawn of Justice, he was working on The Batman, which he was going to write, direct, and star in. And it got to the point where 
he he showed the script to a quote here where he showed the script to a friend. Um, so to quote Affleck, he I showed I showed somebody the Batman script. They said, "I think the script is good. I also think you'll drink yourself to death if you go through what you just went through again." Yeah. But if I'm like, okay, fair, fair, and it, it it sort of makes it clear as to why he was like, "I'm stepping down from directing, but I'm still going to be in it." Yeah. Because you could see he was like, "This is my baby. I want to work on it." I just, I can't work on it that way. But also, so he steps down, but then eventually, of course, it's like, no, he's he's leaving entirely and they're going to take it in a different direction. But he's also saying that not only Justice Lee's trouble production and also the reception to the other stuff was, it just sapped his interest, to use his words, yeah. in Batman. And he didn't, and of course, he didn't really enjoy it that much when it came down to it. So then he's got um, a film going out soon. Called the Way Back, in which he plays a former athlete who's got alcohol problems. Is that the one that uh, is showing a trailer yeah. over the top of this uh, this notes? Uh, no, 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 that's something different. But that's got him um, in. That's really weird. Yeah, this is. Uh... Is it? I don't know. <laughs> a Netflix is. movie. The last yeah, thing he yeah, wanted. Yeah, that's not that. That's something else. Um, <laughs> so he's busy. He's been doing work. Yeah, um, but Jason uh, you know, Bob reboot wasn't just a, like ah, oh, this is the first work I've done in forever. It's like no, I'm literally doing this. And I think thing. I've said before, I'm a, I'm kind of a defender of Affleck's Batman. I like him as like an older, disillusioned, mm. like broke, like like a Dark Knight Returns era Batman. I think it was a good fit, but they just, but that wasn't the film they were making. Yeah. So but it was the book they were borrowing fucking heavily from. Yeah. Visually. Just, so it, yeah. on some in some ways it worked really well, but then they try and fit it into the rest of what they were doing. It just didn't fit. Yeah. Which is kind of. But I think Van Affleck would, you know, was a good fit for Batman, and it's a shame that he didn't get to really. The same way that Henry Cavill's a really good fit for Superman, but didn't get to do anything with it. I would. I would love to have just seen at least one Affleck Batman story set pre. His grumpening, yeah, just cause, just because I think he would have been really fun in that kind of like you know uh, like two thousands era kind of you know the, the Bruce Wayne is clearly being written as someone in his late thirties yeah. and and have at least one protege on the wing and you know the detective work and the schmoozing at dues and I, I could see him being a really good take on like the like the animated series kind would of you, Batman. Would you buy a Ben Affleck matches below? Would I buy a Ben Affleck matches Malone? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just that figure. I wouldn't buy. No, 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 not as a figure. No, I want it as a figure. Not as a figure. No, as no. A for, forget, forget him dressed as matches Malone. I, I want to buy a Ben Affleck matches Malone. Not even Batman licensed. Just release a Ben Affleck figure <laughs> with, a with, him, with a little pencil moustache, shades, and a, and a pick in his teeth. Oh. And I will buy it. You know, that, but again, that that would have been great. Like we've never seen that in a film. That kind of level of stuff where he goes undercover and all that shit. That would have been great. That would have been so much fun. I would have loved to have seen at least one film like that. Just just so that when the disillusionment happened, I would have yeah. been like, wow, that really But at the same him. time, I'm also... I, I'm also... Um, also, I can't imagine for a fucking second that the Jared Leto Joker yeah. is the thing that would do that to him. And but then it, in Suicide Squad, the most he does is jump on his car. Yeah. Like, no, I, 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 you, after him apparently killing a Robin, you'd imagine him jumping on the car... Pulling Joker out whilst it's fucking driving, letting oh, yeah, Harley yeah. crash to her death and just beating the shit that's, out of Joker. That's a Batman move. It no, but especially that Batman. That's a that Batman. Who's move, like, yeah. oh, I need some kryptonite. Let me kill all these people. 
God, Zack Snyder's comments on that recently. You don't think Batman kills people? You're living in a fantasy world. Zack, it is a fantasy it world. It is. It is a fantasy world. He's a man in tights exactly dressed as a bat punching clowns. This is a fantasy world. What is fucking wrong with you, Zack Snyder? Oh, my God. Um... I think I think in the long run his influence on that series has done way more damage than it has oh done yeah 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 but because there's again these ideas in the bat in the Affleck version of Batman and in those movies that I'm not like I don't mind I I quite like the idea of coming in on a Batman who's way into his career yeah and not having to do any of that yeah that'd be great stuff. like this is Batman I mean it, it's he's not way way into his career per se but it works well in eighty nine in yeah. eighty nine it's just like oh the he's Batman already Batman and, and he's an yeah. urban he's got to the point where he's already just an urban legend people are like no no one's ever actually fucking seen him it's just criminals being weird and mm. like so he's been around long enough to be doing this you know on the reg um. I like that a lot. That's why The Dark Knight works so well as its own piece of cinema, devoid of having seen Batman Begins as well. Yeah. It's just sort of it's very in media res, and it fills you in on everything you need to know naturally through the characters, like the whole Rachel and Bruce thing. You know, all of it is there. You don't need to have seen Part One to understand. Batman that. Begins so is well. is a superfluous film. It's it's like Stanley's philosophy on comics. Every issue is somebody's first issue, so you should make it so that from picking up that one issue, they get it. Obviously, that doesn't work for every series, but that's where like the ed- editor's notes and the captions at the beginning saying, "Last week, the most incredible that that and the other blah blah blah." We catch him well, now as he's about to do this, and that's and involved. Like, oh my god! Uh, in Marvel comics, at least, I, I still don't think they, I still don't think they do it in DC, but that's evolved in in Marvel comics at least just having a full on recap page. Yeah, which is so, so useful. anybody can pick up an issue. So and go, useful. Oh, that's where we're up to. There you go. So useful, which is why I'm still always baffled by the whole like the fact they're still doing the. Um, a new number one every year. That's like, a, that'll be a marketing thing. That. I know, but it's like, how much longer can that go on? Especially because now we're on like volume 28 it of can, this comic book. It can go on for literally forever. Yeah. Oh as long as they want it to go on for. Oh, God. I'll just stick to my trades. Yeah, stick to your trades. It's fine. And having to go online to look for exactly which fucking trade I need to read next because that's insane. It's Welcome. Numbered. Welcome, Welcome to, to modern comics. comic books. Um, oh, God. There's a new Transformers show coming on Netflix. Transformers! Uh, a, 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 what he's described as a... a that isn't the opening. As a new... It isn't. It's not, it's not going to be anywhere near that fun. Transformers! Um, we're Described robots, as a new Netflix anime series. Okay. Six episode uh, War for Cybertron Siege. Ties in with the, the recently recently ended toy lines. It's a bit behind the times. Because War for Cybertron is now onto Earthrise. The Earthrise figures have started. Are they about to release um, a shitload of reissues, maybe? Do you think of the toys? No. Hey, would no. you put it past them? Good luck finding these things at general retail anyway. Yeah. Um, are these the ones that are being like scalped and sold on for stupid Well, these prices? are the, gen- the Generations figures have always been like... Uh... <laughs> so I just want to show you this. Oh, okay. Lucy sent me a thing of, uh, of, of shit packaging and knockoffs. So oh, okay. this Transformers one, it just immediately They're came back into my mind the moment it? you started... Uh, please read to the viewers what the name of this Optimus figure is. Deformed car! <laughs> you do get... I mean, they're not wrong. You do get a lot of defamation robot. Yes. And, and things like that for, no, for I mean, knockoffs. They're, they're not wrong. They're not. It they is are a deformed car. Um, so sorry. So is this yeah, based on Siege? It's based on War for Cybertron Siege, so it's like a pre... It's the war on Cybertron, pre-Earth, and it looks dull as fuck. Does it look uh, duller than that? Franz Tromas. Franz Tromas. That's very good. Franz Tromas. That is that the German one? Um, <clears throat> I like the fake logo. I'm going to show you. The, I'm going to show you the Netflix the fake Autobot symbol. It just looks like uh, yeah, like Cayman Rider or something. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the, the Netflix uh, the trailer. See what you think. See if, see if you think this is a fun show for anyone. I'm going to take that back. Cybertron's re-buggered up some. Wait. I thought that was Optimus for a second. And that's Ultra Magnus. Ah, meat. Oh, okay, so it's that CGI anime thing that has been cropping up more and more. Alright. He's got some Val Kilmer lips, hasn't he? Megatron is, is puckering right up some. Okay. When Frank Welker is still alive, why would you cast anyone else as Megatron? Money. I guess. Alright, it's... Um... It's a lot of very unclear visuals. Oh. Okay. Um... Right. For those wondering what's happening, there's an Autobot then that's coloured like a pizza box. Yep, that happens and, uh, a lot. <laughs> oh. Is that... I think that's John Bailey. I don't think it's Peter Cullen. Is that him talking now? Yeah. Right, hang on. Here we go. Here we go, let's have a little... I don't know if that's John Bailey, actually. It's not Peter Cullen. It's not Cullen. I don't think that's Bailey, because Bailey, Bailey does a bit more of a, of a Cullen... Because I, yeah. I know he's done it in a couple other tunes now, hasn't he? Because that is Cullen-esque. It's Cullen-esque. Um, that just looks... It, mm. It's grey and dull. Yeah, and... it's Transformers. Where's the excitement? Nowhere. Nowhere. Oh, no. But hey, it's going to be great Are to see. Are we just numbed now? Is it gonna... Are we numbed to the sight of watching a truck turn into a robot? It's going to be great to see those awesome tyres upon us. Ah, it's not. It's very toy accurate, like, it is absolutely toy accurate. Oh, I mean, the, it said that the debut yeah. of the trailer was at Toy Fair this past weekend, so. um, As the Earthrise segment of the Wolf of Cybertron toy line is, yeah, they're behind the times, man. They did that the same with the, um, the Machinima did the, did the previous generation's tie-in cartoons to do, to tie in with Combiner Wars and Titan Returns and Power of the Primes, which yeah. was shit. Um, uh, that looks better than that. True. But... The Machinima ones were bad. If you want to talk about going backwards, by the way, uh, have you seen what Hasbro have announced vis-a-vis, um, vis-a-vis uh, Marvel Legends coming up? The X-Men movie ones? They've gone backwards to do some Fox-related yeah. ones. Yeah. I, saw, I saw the Mystique figure pop up on my newsfeed, but I haven't, and they, uh, I haven't this, gone after it. Oh, this is annoying. The actual Hasbro page hasn't posted any. Oh, good. Well done, Hasbro. I'll go on Hasbro Collector. Here well we done, go. Hasbro. So yeah, so they are they are uh, doing a Magneto and Presser X two pack based on Fastbender's costume. I think this is from Apocalypse. Yeah, but that is not Fastbender's likeness. Yeah, it's well, yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit ropey. That's an okay. That's a decent McAvoy, McAvoy actually. Well, they come with swappable heads. So if you like a McKellen, hey! you can have a McKellen. And if you like a Stuart, you can have a Stuart. Love a Stuart. Those likenesses. I mean, it means that McKellen is buffing and in an accurate costume, but yeah. the fact they've given you the option is very cool. Hey, McKellen. Uh, they are doing a Wolverine, which is an Amazon exclusive, based on The Wolverine, because he's got his bone claws. 
Oh, um, surely that's based on X Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, no, no, they've they've made a point of saying no. It's definitely just the Wolverine, guys. It's just the Wolverine. Doesn't have his bone claws in the Wolverine, does it? Yeah, because uh, the adamantium gets stripped from him. No, no, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> so it'd be based technically on Days of Future Past. Yeah, because his adamantium uh gets fucked with. His healing factor gets fucked with. Oh, that's it. Yeah, when he goes back in the past in Days of Future Past, he's got the bone claws. Yeah, because he does have the bone claws at the end of the Wolverine. Because Silver Samurai chops his claws off, and then he grows the bone back, and he fights him with the bone. And then he's, got, uh, then he's got bone claws, and then we have to just assume that between the ending of that film and the future set bit of Days of Future Past, Magneto's helped him. I mean, yeah, but Magneto yeah. can do that shit. But it's a decent new Jackman likeness. That's a good, the, that's a good girl. The, the, in fact, yeah, he's got the silver temples there. It's a good girl. Uh, and he's got a less silvery temple neutral face. It's a decent figure. And they, this is the ones I'd love, but it's going to be a bogger to get hold of him. Oh yeah, Deadpool this is figures. Sell out. So Deadpool, uh, which looks great. The movie look for Deadpool's always been my favorite look for the character. And it's, in it's very like good balance of comics accurate and practical. Yeah, it's a da- it's a damn fine cosy. He's in a two pack yeah. with Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Oh yeah, whose costume that looks a little bit more. Like, the, the body doesn't look like it's been made to cater. It looks like they've customed pre-existing bodies in yeah, an obvious not, way. Yeah, that's not a new mould. But it's a decent uh, Brianna Hildebrand yeah, uh, good, good likeness. likeness. Based on number two. Uh, Walmart or Target ex- Walmart exclusive cable. Fucking exclusives, man. He's that's gonna be difficult to get hold of. He's gonna be really tough to get hold of. Yeah. So I'm uh, abandoning hope all you who enter for him. Yes. But the other one that I really want, and apparently this is uh, a general release. Okay. But Not she, she could disappear, obviously, because of that. Domino. Uh, Which yeah, is an, it's, it's an alright Zazie Beats. It's not quite... It's very neutral. Considering she's got such interesting and unusual expressions and you can really play with that. Yeah. They've clearly just gone for a neutral face. Neutral, neutral. Um, but, but it is an excellent looking figure. It is. And the hair on that figure is fucking astounding. Yeah. yeah that is amazing. So, yeah. They're doing a... Fuck it. We own them now. We can make all the profits... Here's a retro wave of Fox X-Men characters. Enjoy Mother Truckers. When are we getting a Peter figure? Uh, oh, what? A, um... uh, uh, Rob Delaney. <laughs> Rob Delaney. I was like, what? Colossus? No. Um, I don't think they're going to muddy the waters. <laughs> gotta do it. That they gotta amazing. do it. Do an X-Factor set. Just literally the, do uh, That X-Factor. No, release. Oh, X- X-Force. X-Force. Release uh, Peter with um, The Vanisher. <laughs> to just release, just release a, a, an empty pack with a parachute. That would be incredible. That's very good. Um, very on brand. That's very uh, good. So, yeah, but I like the fact they've just gone, fuck it. Oh, oh, and also not pictured there because uh, it was only shown on the, the overhead. They've not released images properly, but uh, Rebecca Remain Mystique yeah, has yeah. also been released, uh, which makes me very happy because it's probably the most iconic look and I'm glad they've gone for the Remain one. They've not clarified if it has any extras, so it's entirely likely they could put a Jennifer Lawrence head in there as well. But that'll go straight not, in the bin. Not Mystique, just Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, well, oh well, that'd be on brand, wouldn't yeah. it? Just, on, just Jennifer Lawrence's head. Um, so yeah, some good stuff from Toy Fair. Like some interesting things coming out. Necker especially going crazy. Finally getting Greta! Yeah. We're finally getting Greta! Three new Gremlins 2 figures have been announced. Ah, uh, you're so happy, aren't Generic you? Generic brown gremlin with the goofy face. Like the, the little squat-headed <clears throat> ones, the same mould as Brain, which, which suggests that Brain is finally getting a, a release in the modern era at some point, which would be nice. Greta and the green version of the squishy-head one with the Warner Bros. logo tattooed on his tits. Because of Brilliant. course. Because of course! Brilliant. Um, What's new Back to the Future merch? NECA have got hold of the license for Back to the Future. 
First two figures. Ultimate... I'm surprised NECA don't already have the license for Back to the Future. Well, no one's done like action figures for oh, it. But now they have so it's an ultimate, ultimate collection. Um, Marty McFly, uh, based on the first film, and it looks amazing. And then also, uh, uh, what appears to be it'll probably be a GameStop exclusive, like they've done with Pennywise and a few others over the years. Mm. Marty McFly in the hazmat suit, so Darth Vader. Yeah, Marty McFly, um, uh, with an yeah, ultimate Marty yeah. head. But no, no docs announced yet. But they've got the oh, rights. To, be a doc. They've got the rights to the animated series. So they're doing oh, figures shit. based on the animated oh, yeah. series from the nineties. Yeah, including Doc Marty, the DeLorean, Einstein, and Biff. Um, which that's <laughs> pretty was a surprise. Good. It was a big fucking surprise. They're also doing uh, the first figures ever based on the killer from Hatchet. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, I've never seen Hatchet. So, Necaron... Oh, there's the Jaws figures as well. Yeah, Jaws figues. Uh, so Quint and... Um... They hinted that they've got the Candyman license for the upcoming oh. spiritual sequel. Because they've done Candyman figures before, so it's like, it would make sense for them to... If to do stuff I the spiritual bought follow-on. Necker figures, I would buy the shit out of a Candyman. Hell yeah. Oh. 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 Um, also, speaking of Candyman really briefly. Yes. And Jordan Peele. Uh, it's on now TV. It's on now TV. I need to watch it. Although it's in the wrong order and all the pictures are wrong. Oh, hey. So well done. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to just press play on the first one, which is on there. It says Terror at 30,000 feet. Nightmare at 30,000 feet. It needs to be the comedian. Obviously, you can watch them in any order, but I want to watch them in the order that they chose to present them to us in. Yes. Because what what's happened is it says uh, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet as the first one. The caption's about that. The picture's from a different episode. And then the comedian is like episode three, but the picture for the comedian is on a different... It's like, what has happened now, TV? Come on. Well done. Well done. But yeah, Twilight Zone, finally! You fucked it. Two years late, all fucked up. Oh, do we know if we're getting multiple um, profiles on Disney Plus? No idea. Multiple logins? We have to find out. I pre-ordered it today. So hey. If we are, then we'll need to get you a profile. Hey. Um, yeah, I can't wait to watch The Mandalorian, which I've totally not seen yet. <laughs> can't wait to watch it. Well, I'll, I hear it's great. I've I'll, not seen it, though. I know you definitely haven't seen it in any way. I've definitely any not way, seen it. In any way, shape, or form. Um, definitely yeah. got it on my plaque. No, again, I just, <laughs> I, I, just, I just looked at that pre-release discount price and worked it out as like, oh, so it's like £4 a month, basically, if I buy it now. Fuck it, go on, why not? And mm-hmm. there's there's no there's no uh, uh, terms of cancellation other than just cancel before cancel and expect one more month's thingy to come out. But it doesn't come out monthly because uh, I pre-ordered it. It would come out yearly. So if I don't want it anymore, I just cancel it next January and then I don't have to pay for a second year. Um, but I would still get it till the end of February. But they'll get you for a second year. Oh, they will. I, I guarantee they freaking will. Because let's face it. <laughs> well, well, yes and no. The MCU shows just look like so much fun that I'm like, yeah, I'll stick it. I will absolutely pay that much to have access to this. And we're thinking of dropping Prime. As much as we love Prime, we don't use it anywhere near as much as the other services. No, I think we comparison. probably use Prime the least. Well, I'd say Prime and Now TV we use the least, but Now TV at least gives us the option. To catch up on stuff when it comes, we tend we tend to use now TV because we don't have the movies package to watch um, things like Curb, new Kirby Enthusiasm mm. last week tonight, things like that. When it yeah, comes well, out. I watch a lot less on now TV. Yeah, so if if I could just get the schedules for these shows, I'd cancel now TV and then just reinstate it for a couple months when those shows come out and then cancel it again. What like when Westworld season three comes out? <gasps> Segway. Um, so the Westworld season three, uh... the Westworld. Had one of its had one of, had <clears throat> that's the one. Oh, yeah. Uh, had a website go up for the fictional tech company Insight. 
And of course, fans poked around in it, as is always the way with these things, and uncovered three trailers. What? Three trailers which show stuff from uh, the the upcoming season, um, showcasing Aaron Paul as new character Caleb. As new character um, Aaron Paul. Yeah, Vincent Cassell's a, a, a new character in that, but he's not been named yet. No. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood returning as Dolores. Jeffrey Wright returning, uh, Tandy Newton returning, Ed Harris returning, the Mac returning, the <laughs> the Mac is back, baby. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, do you want to see these trailers? Uh, no, because no. my context is very small. Because you haven't seen season two, have you? I've not seen season two. What season two? But fill me in on what we've learned. What we learned from these new trailers, aside well, from the reintroductions, do we finally get any snifters of plot? Because so far, what we knew was. Series 3 takes place way outside of the location Dolores of is in our world. Yeah. And she's not the only Westworld robot in our world. Ah, meat! <clears throat> um, and she somehow drags Aaron Paul's Caleb into this. I think it's a smart call to like and maybe... add new central cast members as the show goes on. Yeah. It's a good shout. Maybe he's a, a robot or maybe he's not. Maybe, maybe he'd be robot. Or maybe because he's, you know, part of the underclass, maybe he'd be dancer. That's the new theme song. Um, maybe he'd be robot. Um, <laughs> Hello, welcome to Westworld. Everybody's a stop, robot. Stop, stop, stop. Gonna be here all fucking day otherwise. Um, oh, look there, it's oh James Marsden. I don't think James Marsden will be in Series 3. James Marsden's not in Series 3. Um, Unless there's a flashback sequence. Hello, I'm Danny Hopkins. <laughs> Someone give me a fucking ball gag, will you? Um, he knows my kink. <laughs> it's not your kink, it's just the only way to get you to shut up. Um, wait, where are we I'm going? Hard. I've uh, lost, I've lost world, my fucking train of thought now. Westworld. Robots out in the real world. Fuck Aaron you. Paul might Robots out in the real world. Aaron Paul might, might not be. Mm, might not be. Meat. Dolores says that he's... That he's Trapped the same way she was, but that she might just mean because he's part of the underclass. Who knows? Who knows? Because robots really meeting seen... underclass and uniting. Yes, mm. well, we've only really seen the ultra rich, the people who go to Westworld. Yeah, the real world so far. Um, it's very true. You know, stuff's happening. Is there going to be a twisty turny time narrative? Who knows? What's going on with the Man in Black? What's going on with Ed Harris? I don't know. There's a big old riot control mech that Tessa Thompson's got. Tessa Thompson's out there. She's out there. In the ether. The other Hemsworth is in <laughs> Liam Hemsworth is still in it. Being all Liam Hemsworth <laughs> Jeffrey Wright's still in it looking fucking cool because he's Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> and he always looks cool. He's Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jeffrey Wright. Oh, hi, Jeffrey Wright. You look cool. It's because I'm Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> he's never wrong. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. I'm looking forward to it, but it's almost... In- look, I mean, look how cool that motherfucker looks. He's a cool motherfucker. Um, and Evan Rachel will looking badass as... She's so good in this. Um, yeah, Westworld. It's it's Westworld. It's the best world. <laughs> any, really, any ETA on release yet? Uh, it's it March, I think. Because that's one of those shows that disappears for a long time. It's soon. It? Well, if we're watching these trailers, they've put some serious fucking money into this. There is some like Hollywood action movie level stuff going in. Some Basically, HBO have gone. 
we don't do that dragon show anymore. They're making we, movies. We need to keep this standard up across everything else. We need to do this. They're not making... We need to do this. They're not making TV shows anymore. They're making series of short movies. Do you know um, what should be making TV shows, considering the short film they released online was pretty decent? Um, the Jurassic Team. Oh, yeah, because we now know that, that filming has begun on Jurassic Park 6, Jurassic World 3. <laughs> True. God well, knows yeah. what it's called. I hope they call it Jurassic Park 6, Jurassic World 3. I hope they call it anything they like. They just don't call it late for dinner. Yay! It's, um... Yeah. But at the same at the same time... Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's so... It's weird. I think we have an inbuilt... Um... An inbuilt interest in where this is going because it is such a... The first film was such a big part of who we were as tiny people. Because me like the dinosaurs. Me likey the dinosaurs. And me wanted to likey more film with dinosaurs. But just every subsequent entry has been lesser. He made me Lost robot. World, not great. Cool sequences, not that great. Jurassic Park 3, little better, kind of basic, ultimately forgettable. Talking Raptor. Dream sequence. Fucking yes. Oh, God. And continuing the tradition of moments in these films where someone just yells a name out into the jungle, like, yeah. not, not thinking of their own danger. Jurassic World. Kind of fun. Yeah. But one of those, the more you think about it, it's the more you're like, why did I like this? Um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Make a whole movie based on that final 20 minutes, please. Yeah. And I will watch it. The rest of it, fuck off. Like the di- like the mutant dinosaur loosing an old in an old stately home bit was fucking amazing fucking good. which they then do something similar with Trevorrow and team <sighs> made the, um, the, the 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 story set in the campsite yeah. that went out on YouTube at the end of last year <clears throat> that was incredible that was really good like actual little small family unit at a campsite with a few like static bands and, and, and caravans in the mountains herbivores knock everybody out and yeah. you know, make everybody run away <laughs> And it isn't this nice. A freaking carnivore comes along. No. They have to survive the carnivore. And then over the end credits, we get an expansion over what we hoped this next one would be about, which is dinosaurs are out there now. We're having to deal with them. Yeah. Uh, and it was more interesting than anything in the previous two films. Oh, God. I... What was it called? A Battle of Little Rock or something, something like, that. like that. Battle of Big Rock. But, um... um... Yeah, we're going to be getting... Give me practical effects and give me a not cringy script and I'll be fine. Well, you know what we're going to get more of, don't you? Cringy script. We're going to get more Chris Pratt and Negan Bryce Dallas Howard. We're going to get more girl who was is a clone and that the importance of that is slipped over entirely. Yeah. Even cloning. Um, we're probably going to get BD Wong being evil and misunderstood but evil also. <laughs> Um, and we're getting... Are we going to get Wayne Knight with a hook hand fighting dinosaurs oh, like he always wanted? Oh, oh that'd be so good. Yeah, unfortunately, he's dead. No. They made it. They've said the Telltale game is canon. Yeah, so he. So no, Nedry is dead. Nedry is dead. Um, he's dead and partially eaten. Oh, good. Not fully eaten, partially. Eaten. Which is why Wayne Knight tried to convince uh, Spielberg at one point and be like, "Can he come back? In I want to come back because he's a whole lot of man." Yeah, there's a lot that of little it. dinosaurs not going to eat all of him. So let's have him come back with like an eye patch and a hook hand. And he meant it. He full on meant it. Of course, Wayne Knight's up for anything, isn't he? Wayne Knight's great. He's great in Punisher Warzone. Um, God, he is. Yes, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. He's um he's fucking um microchip. Microchip. I don't know, do they call him microchip? But he's that. He fills that role. Well, yeah. The, um, the thing with that film is like it, it's it's not it's not taking itself seriously, but it's also in that late two thousands comic book era. But we can't. 
We can't be like being openly a comic book movie though. Apart from we can. Apart from we can, but we still can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they were still in the era where like the superheroes didn't give themselves names; they have to be given to them by the press, yeah. and then no one ever uses the name in a scene. It's just like that's the Daredevil. And then we move, even though he's got a fucking calling card. He has a DD on his uniform, and he writes that's... it in gasoline. And Jesus Christ, that's, uh... I do like I do like Daredevil. <sighs> It's not good, but I have so much fun with it. I enjoy watching it. It's such a slice of early 2000s. It's great. It's not good, but it's great. Maybe we should do something with it. Um... <laughs> oh, don't, because we'd have to actually toss a coin for which version. The director's cut is mm. genuinely an improvement. It is genuinely an improvement. Mm. It's still a three-star movie at best, but mm. it's, it's an improvement over the normal cut. <laughs> the original cast coming back for Jurassic World 3, Jurassic Park 6. Yeah... I love Sam Neill. I love I Sam love Neill. Laura Dern. Love and, Laura Dern. And um, all day long, creepy stories pending. I love Jeff Goldblum. Mm. But I, I don't, I, I don't do this to them. Don't do it. Do you remember how they sold Fallen Kingdom on Jeff Goldblum a lot? And he was in it for two minutes. Two minutes, if and that. they use him as voiceover at the end. Uh, and then, and then he had a bigger role in Evolution, the uh, video game. Yeah, which is set. Um, apparently, it's set pre-Jurassic World? Because it's the construction of Jurassic World, isn't it? Really? Yeah, or it's like, or it's like a, a like a, the, the prototype site, I think is how they word it. Yeah. Uh, and Bryce Dallas Howard is in that a lot, and she voices Claire, and, and they she talks to you over the comms a lot. And then Neil Malcolm's in it a lot, and he talks because he's been brought in as like a, you know, essentially like a like a safety analyst for the whole he, thing. Here is Ian Malcolm's safety consultant uh, advice. Don't fucking do it! Yeah. That should be the only thing he ever says. Well, I don't know, because in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, doesn't he change his tune to be like, you've done it now, so maybe we just need to let them live. Or let them die. Yeah. Whatever happens, let it happen. It's like, no, hang on. <laughs> just, no, you want them gone. They nearly killed you twice. <laughs> Come on now. No, you can't what put the genie this? back in the bottle. You can't put the genes back in the bottle. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Unless you Into the can. In which case, you can put several genes in the same bottle and make an Indoraptor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if he wasn't dead, I'd be like, bring back Toby Jones's creepy auctioneer. Toby Jones or Noby Jones? <laughs> Toby Jones with an eye patch and a hook hand. Fighting off dinosaurs. Yes! 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 Toby is have, a free elf. If I can't have Wayne Knight, I will take Toby Jones <laughs> um, out for a nice dinner Aww. and talk to him about his career for, for a steak and, and a say, glass of milk. You're great, Toby Jones. Um, I've my <laughs> what's it? I'm not hungry. Don't like steak. It disagrees with me. <laughs> Fuck, he's good in Captain America: The First Avenger. Everyone's good in Captain America: The First Avenger. Mm. God damn it, I love that film. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always like to call it The Rocketeer 2. The Rocketeer 2. Rocketric Boogaloo. <laughs> so, <laughs> finally this week. Yeah, Arb. The, the, uh, the, 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 last, the last item on our news catch-up. So, you know, Star Wars creative team have been... Have been Busy boys. They've been teasing mm, a list boys. of names, a list of their creative names, and... Uh, under the title Project Luminous, yeah, and have been revealed what those the, what that creative team has been working on. Is it a, a series of novelty lamps shaped like battle droids? Well, you remember in the nineties, you heard of the clap on the clapper? <laughs> the yeah, clap-on. no, not it, the clapper. This is the Roger. No, the ro- <laughs> the Jolly Roger. Oh, oh! um, Roger. 
Oh, thank you, Lamp. A Jolly Roger Roger. That's what it should be. <laughs> Jolly Roger Roger. That's what, that's what Star Wars Space Pirates say. Oh. They say, jo- they, they, they go Jolly Roger Roger. I'm not even kidding. Please, someone make that into a thing in the Expanded Universe. It probably happen. Please have a story about a battle, a battleship that is essentially pirates made up of, of fucked up battle droids that have been reprogrammed to, to steal for people. Jolly Roger Roger. Like Mr. Bones in the Aftermath series. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but he's not a pirate, though, is he? No, but he could no, have been. Could have been. With a little bit of reprogramming. Roger so, Roger. Project Luminous. What is free will? It has been revealed as Star Wars The High Republic. That's right, they're releasing strains of marijuana <laughs> across the US in little cylinders. That are coloured like that's, lightsabers. That's not what happened. That's not what's happening. Why is that not what's happening? Um, are you kidding so, me? So do you remember? Get high like the Jedi. Do you remember <laughs> in the nineties? Do or do not. Just bring me Cheetos. Oh, fuck off. You remember in the nineties? <laughs> Cheetos. Um, <laughs> Flaming hot. Sunny D. Uh, do you remember Wendy's? <laughs> do you remember Wendy's? <laughs> Yes, do, do I you remember, remember in the 90s? <laughs> Happy Meal Toys. Do you remember... Yeah, I do. I remember the nuggets and dressed in, up like Frankenstein's monster. In the 90s. Batman Returns. Do you remember... <gasps> yeah, I remember that. In the 90s. Captain's car had a tail. Why? Do you remember forever they gave up and they just released glasses? In the 90s. <laughs> do you remember... When Lucasfilm... You've got a jail now if you say you're British. <laughs> really? Just for saying you're British. The rest should take you to jail. When, these days. These days. These days. Well, these days. Yeah. If you say you're British. <laughs> Google it. Don't just, just Google it. Uh, um, Google um, these days. Uh, it's a great song by Take That. It's Bon Jovi album. <laughs> um, in the 90s, do you remember? Yeah. Pogs. <laughs> Tazos. <laughs> weird notches that you put them together. I don't know what they were for. Just a stack of They're just weird. Just um, oh, dear. So in the 90s, Lucasfilm did this thing did that resulted in the video game novel, comic book series, and original score, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. Oh, and Line as well. Yeah. That's what this is. Oh, so Shadows of the Empire again. In principle. But in the new continuity. The High Republic... Is a series of careful interconnected <laughs> stories. It's basically a new setting okay. for Star Wars, set about two hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Right, and so they're not, they're not be, going way. No, back. no, it's supposed to be the old Republic at the height of its glory. And um, so, technically, the Jedi doing sod all, and then being no Sith around. Then everything's peaceful, and isn't it lovely? Let's just tell stories about people getting high. But what if it isn't? Oh, um, bollock! It <laughs> it won't overlap any film features or series currently planned, so it gives creators and partners a vast amount of room to tell Star Wars stories with new adventures and original characters. I'll give them a week before they use Young Yoda. <laughs> It'll be around. It'll be around. He was only about sort of seven. It'll be around. Right, right um, so there's a bunch of concept art out there with you know. 
Jedi and and cool Jedi. The Jedi described as some cool looking art. It described as as seeing the Jedi in their prime. Mm. Um, So they describe it as being a golden age for the Jedi. uh, But it's also a time of galactic expansion in the Outer Rim. So it's going to be all about exploration, meeting new cultures, uh, discovering pioneer life. There's a whole announcement trailer that's well worth watching. Um, And currently, we've got the first slate of of media coming um it's all been has all been announced and the sort of council of of, of creatives that planned it out was was authors claudia gray justina island daniel jose older friend of the show kevin scott there he is bless him and charles sue hey and so far they've got this is all going to be launching in august 2020 with a massive interconnected story called light of the jedi okay and we're gonna get we're gonna get a young adult novel, a young adult novel from Claudia Gray. Let's have a look at that cover. Called Star Wars. That's pretty. Into the Dark. Characters very reminiscent of the uh, the two lead characters in um, Lost Stars. In uh, in uh, the, oh god, what's it called? Lost uh, uh, Thingy the Jedi. What the fuck is that video game called? Oh um. Oh my god. Fallen Order. Uh, uh yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. they're very reminiscent um, of them. This is really. We're gonna get a. A middle grade, like so, kids novel, um, by Justina Island. Test of courage. Test of courage. Which oh, is a bunch of young that's, a, that's a rarely used droid design. Yeah, that's with, the, nice. with the spiky cheeks. Nice um, <clears throat> old spiky cheek. Uh, we've got uh, the IDW. Uh, IDW Star Wars Adventures. So the High Republic Adventures. Which is an ongoing all ages series from. I'm assuming that's going to be an alternate cover. Daniel Jose Older. Like their character designs, yeah. Designs on the front cover. Um, and then we're getting the High Republic ongoing comic series from Kevin Scott from Marvel Comics. Noinch, noinch. Uh, look, it's at a nice cover those. design, like the logo and everything. Well, they talk about the villains of this piece. Of this piece, I can't remember what they call them now, but they're like outworld. Nihilist scavengers from the Outer Rim and stuff, so... Okay, because that's... I'm, that looking, cool. I'm looking at the body types of our characters there. The one on the right is like... The, is it Tweelek? That's a Tweelek, yeah. On the left, that's a very more or less... Probably kind of... as a Brack, yeah. Yeah. Um, with the tattoos. And then... Charles Sewell has got the novel Light of the Jedi, which is an adult novel, which will... And that's all coming out in August. And okay, that's going to sort of... Big old chunk of stuff. Establish this new setting. Wookiee Jedi on the cover. Yeah. With a blue crossguard lightsaber. And <laughs> fucking Twi'lek Jedi with a yellow lightsaber. I love it. But it... <clears throat> yeah. It looks like... The, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm okay you with might this. might be excited for this, this well, new it's not so much Star that Wars I'm, related media. It's not so much that I'm excited because... Uh, Star Wars can go Star Wars. You know? When that can go either Star Wars or Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get Star Wars, or you can get Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I, ho- I hope it's successful, and I hope it leads us to a new era of... Because here's, here's a fundamental problem of Star Wars. The Jedi are boring. Yeah, which is why... Which They're is super why... boring. Uh, which, which, which is interesting in the original films, because the idea is that they've fallen into legend as being these adventurers and knights and everything, and... Obi-Wan makes it interesting and Luke's but journey think... to try and become one is interesting and then when he rocks up in Return of the Jedi I think people take it or leave it because they're like why is he all stoic what's going on here this is weird but it's still a cool film and use of him in, in the sort of prime of, well, his, of his teaching and his learning from um, 
from uh, what yeah. they were talking about in the in, in you'll see this one I'll show you the announcement trailer after we finish the podcast oh baby well what you'll see this is that they seem to be going with the idea of this is the time period that made Jedi those kind of legends okay so we're going to see so, them on <clears> adventures and shit yeah like they're they're explorers on the frontier and they're as well as you know peacekeepers and, mm-hmm. and so, all that so kind but of thing, what they're so. originally meant to be knights yeah cuz cuz um what was the what was the video game from the 2000s uh, the Star Wars video game that everybody absolutely loves. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, that that was like the only time where it was sort of like, oh, the Jedi did cool yeah. stuff. But the that, Jedi were awesome. But this is... That was like a thousand odd years before... Yeah, well, exactly. Like It's, be- it's that whole, before, um, it's that whole thing of we can't, we can't put it anywhere near all the current stuff because then you'd be like, wait, then yeah. they got boring in like 20 years? Because that's the thing. The Jedi are dull in the prequels. They're yeah, so yeah. boring. But I think this will... The most exciting thing they do is the climax of number two, and even then it's just a clusterfuck. You can't really see what makes any of them individually cool. It seems like they'll be focusing more on the sort of frontier Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As, as opposed to the, the dusty council Jedi. Mmm! I, I, we'll probably see Yoda, but I think that's probably the only character we'll have a chance of, of bumping into. Mmm, price pool for Subway lunches. <laughs> 12-incher I will have. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's not, it's not meant to intersect. you will not forget. <laughs> I want cookies now. Um, <clears throat> bring me milk. What's fucking, that's red letter media, wasn't it? I want milk now. Bring me milk. <laughs> yum, yum. Um, <laughs> I can't even, I don't even know what this is now. Bring me milk. <laughs> This is this has turned from talking about Star Wars to Chris's train of thought. Blue all green milk. Uh, you decide. Blue and green lightsabers. Purple I, lightsabers. I noticed a purple one. Someone's going to be purple lightsaber. Sam's going to be a yellow lightsaber. He's not going to. He's not going to care. Hey, he cares. Right? He bloody. Cares. Then again, Sam Jackson wanted a purple one just because he wanted to pick his color, and then they made that whole thing of keeping it so that Mace Windu was yeah. it was purple, so that you could spot him. Yeah, you want to spot him in the If you want you got Samuel L. Jackson in your movie, you want to spot him in the fights. So he ain't alive at the time of these stories. So sod it. People yeah. can have purple lightsabers. Yeah. With, yeah. With with proto versions of the phrase he has inscribed on his. <laughs> which I notice when they do replicas of it they write it in like a alien language it's always written in an alien language I thought on the original prop it just said it no they write it was it, so small like, it'll all be written in Arabesh which, oh, okay. which is the Star Wars script. so they could have just put anything on there and be like yeah Sam it says badass yeah. motherfucker on your lightsaber but the, well the thing with Arabesh <laughs> is it's, basic, it's, it's basically a straight up alphabet replacement it's not actually a different language they just change the alphabet Fiends. So you just write it in Arabesh. I'm gonna end up getting really and into this if I go to Galaxy's Edge. Letter to letter to letter right now. I'm gonna be like translating everything and sending you photos. Be like, Matt, this trash can says litter. Just Google it. Don't, Isn't I, it don't, amazing? I, don't know. I can't do Arabesh. Isn't it amazing, Matt? Look, no. it says litter on the trash can. No, it's not. It's not. Do, 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 it's do, not do, do. amazing. I'm gonna buy you a jizz LP. Oh. An LP of pure if jizz. If you don't come back from Galaxy's Edge with some jizz. <laughs> Some hot, fresh jizz. <laughs> Some commemorative from, jizz from uh, <laughs> from those from those notorious jizz slingers. <laughs> figuring down in the modal nodes. I'm gonna 
going to sit there and let Captain Rex spin that jizz, that hot jizz, into my ears through the speaker system. And I'll be upset. I, I want some. I want some. I want some fresh jizz from Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Speaking of fresh jizz, hey! we had a, we've, we've had a lovely email this week. Um, this this is one of the best emails we've had for a while. We don't have much, um, many uh, inquiries around these topics, so it's, it's kind of refreshing to get it. Really, yeah. Um, so yeah if you want to email into the show by the way bigdamncontact at gmail.com whatever you want to talk about ask for recommendations on this that and the other just send them in uh, but this week uh, who's been in touch this is come from Robert Fred hi Robert first time emailer yeah, hi, uh, and it's simply intriguingly and mysteriously titled service hmm and email reads hi this is Robert hey Robert uh, I'll I'll like to know if you offer lawn care service. Um, do let me know. Which area did you serve? Uh, what? So Robert, what? He will like to know. So in the future, yeah, not now. Yeah, he will. He'll. I'll. I will. I'll like to know if you offer lawn care service. Do let me know. Um, uh, well, do we do that? What? Do we do lawn care? I, no. Do did we, we do lawn care? Because apparently we did do lawn care, because he's asking which area when, did we serve? When will we do lawn care? Uh, <laughs> have you done lawn care? Um, <laughs> which area did you serve? Which area did you serve? So, is this a, is this code... Is this a euphemism? Is, is this, this a, a sex, sex thing? thing? This is a sex thing. Is this a drugs thing? This is a sexy drug. This is some. He's peddling some sexy drugs. The thing is, it's supposed to be some weird sort of. This can't be a a, a case of mistaken emailing. Well, I don't know because how do you? The email address isn't that much of like a Cody thing. Yeah, it, it, it looks like it could be. Should we Google Robert Fred? Robert Fred. Do you want to give it a try? Let's Google Robert Fred. A live Googling of Robert Fred. Um, Robert Fred. Do, 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 do. Let's see, shall we? Uh, oh? Oh! <laughs> I mean, we're getting some results here. We're just looking at old army registers. Okay, well. Maybe. Oh! Oh! Maybe there's a lawn care service out somewhere called oh. Big Damn Lawn Care, and their email for some reason is Big Damn Contact. Who knows? Or dare yeah. to dream? Yeah, who knows? It's not showing up as a known scam. Well, the thing is with scams, so. they usually contain a link of some kind. Yeah, of and this some is just... kind. Or is this just. Do you, do you wear wigs? Have do you worn you wigs? Wear wigs? Will you wear wigs? When there's no, will you wear wigs? There's no hidden text. But also he's not followed it up. Nine days ago, so it, I don't think it's urgent lawn care he's after. Well, I suppose we should just answer his question then. Really. Do, you, do, you, um, do you think that he'll give us a bad Yelp review? For not doing his lawn? He'll, 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 review, he'll review some other company. I heard this podcast. Some other poor company and is going to get a bad Yelp review because he sent an email to us. I hope so. I hope so. But ultimately, Matt, I just hope someone does his lawn. And if it has to be us, by gum, it won't be us. I don't do lawns. Do you know what we do do? What? 
Do do. Poo. Respond to your emails, bigdumbcontact at gmail.com. Ask us for stuff. Someone on uh, Instagram recently said, like, do you guys want going to do a recommendation segment on the show? And I'm like, hey, look, ask us for recommendations. People have done it before and we will give them. Let us know your parameters, son. I we, could can't just, just, we can't just recommend a different thing every I can week. recommend random things. Like, what, what, what are we going to tell you? What we're reading? What we're going to read? <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what a bullshit concept that I imagine wouldn't work for any format. Um, no. Uh, Hell no. Let's just recommend something now, whatever it is. Um, um, on a serious note, yeah, I'm currently reading the John Byrne Fantastic Four. Oh, from the eighties. Yes, so fucking good. Uh, it's I was gonna so say, fucking good. Is this part of your natural run through as many of the canonical Fantastic Four books as you yeah, can get through? Yeah. So I've, I've read all of the master available masterworks. I am now into just the nodding, like, the currently out of print. Um, John Byrne Visionaries, which collects like the John Byrne run. Um, and then some epic collections have come out, which sort of fill in the immediate gap afterwards. But after that, it gets a bit spotty on, on reading them in trade. So. No spot reading them in trade. Ha-ha! Hey! Put some good stuff with Annihilus. Is he getting a look in? Annihilus hasn't possibly with the John Byrne run yet. No, no, no. What about... Uh, what about um, um, what's, your, what's your alchemy bugger? Doctor Doom's just returned. Oh, no, the first... Story of the John Byrne run is da- El Diablo. Is Diablo hey. in Back to Basics? Nice, um, nice, nice, nice. Any good stuff with Mole Man? No, no is Mole Man yet. Up? What about that big fucker who looks like a, a grey lion in a green leotard? I've forgotten his name. Uh, <laughs> you knew what I meant, though, right? It's like Blastar or something stupid Blast- like that. Yeah, Blastar. There it is. Blastar, the living bomb burst. Um, of course. No, he's not turned up. There's been no negative zone stuff. We had Galactus. Of course. Because Frankie Ray's been turned into the Herald of Galactus now. Ah, proposed surfer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Terax. Terax was oh. his, his uh, Herald. Yes. And now Terax has left. Terax is all glowy and orange, right? And now Frankie Ray's taking it. Which one's Terax? Terax, uh, the, the, he's like a big rock dude with a big axe. Oh, right, yes. Big oh, old yeah. face. Yeah. Big <laughs> old face like a rock. Ah! A rock dude. So just a rock with an axe um, in a leotard. Yeah, maybe. I've not got to the bit where uh, Alicia is secretly a scroll and dumps Ben and starts dating Johnny yet, but I know that's coming. That scroll did some stuff. That's a thing that, that is that an undercover scroll. That scroll has seen Thing and Human Torch diac. Mm. Mm. Think about how dedicated that scroll was to the cause. Yeah. Yeah, that is a dedicated scroll. But I'm in the. I'm in the. I'm in the midst of Doctor Doom's return at the moment. Uh, I'd like to recommend um, the green toilet duck. Yeah. The toilet has smelt much nicer since we've been using that one. Mm. Uh, not that it smelt bad for any any human reasons. It just, you know, it, our toilet is made of, of dried feces. Our toilet's made of actual shit. Because uh, we're into recycling. In our that's house. like a... That's like making... Like a head and shoulders bottle out of dandruff. Mm. But the thing is, I shit porcelain. Oh! So it feels poetic. Oh! In a way. Can you shit me a nice crockery set? I can shit you out of fucking teapot. If you give me enough time and let me practice widening. Right, let's go and get that on the go. Cool, I'm going to stick some rings in my arse and make it bigger. Shit out a custom teapot for me. You guys can uh, hit us up on all the socials. At Big Damn Cast on Twitter. Twitch.tv slash Big Damn Stream on Twitch. I might might be changing the streaming schedule. 
Okay, no, so keep an eye on that. I might switch the days. Well, there's a countdown. There's a clock and timer on the page. If you're ever confused, just have a quick look at the main page and see what's <laughs> a Cock and timer. Out. A cock and timer. The old cock and balls. Yes. Um, uh, and of course, you can hit us up anytime. BigDamnContact at gmail.com. Listen to us on Spotify, iTunes. See us on YouTube. We have video series. And support the show. Patreon.com slash BigDamnCast. We have many things, many plans. And we want you to look at them with your eyes and chuck us a quid. I can't prop it up anymore. <laughs> With your eyes? Yeah. With your eyes and your knees? <laughs> My knees are excited to go. I'm getting old. I can shit out a porcelain prop up. Oh, God. We'll see you later, everybody. <laughs> oh. That's... <laughs> that's